0: Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live,
1: and welcome back to Bob Bernie Live and the Don Crow Show as we simulcast once again in Washington D.C. and in Columbus, Ohio. I was running out of time in that last segment. Let me just again emphasize: you can live. Forever. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should, listen, should not perish, but have everlasting life. It is possible. And it would just be eternally, eternally unfortunate. If you think that your religion or your good works or your church membership or anything else will get you into heaven, the scripture clearly says it is not our good works. It is grace through faith. And I'm going to move on. We're going to move from the sublime to the ridiculous instead of the ridiculous to the sublime. I I just... If there's anything that keeps me awake... Seriously. I'm on the radio five days a week, two and a half hours every day. And if there's anything that keeps me awake, it is thinking about people who listen to my radio program, but they never received Jesus Christ as personal Savior. They heard me talk about politics and conservative this and liberal this and left this and right that and all that, but they never, ever responded to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yeah, we talk about politics. We're going to do that here in just a moment. But that is so unimportant compared to your eternal destiny. And I just want, again, to ask you the question. If you were to die today, do you absolutely know, without a shadow of a doubt, that you would go to heaven? And I know some would say, well, nobody can be that sure. Oh, yeah, they can. I am. I am absolutely certain when I draw my last breath and this heart stops beating, listen, I'm going straight to heaven. Yes, I know that. And you can have that assurance as well. In school, we are supposed to teach children the ABCs. Well, let me give you quickly the CBAs. Yeah, the C is confess. We confess that we're a sinner. We just admit what you already know that you have fallen short of God's glory and you are a sinner. The B is believe. Confess, believe. Believe that Jesus is who he said he was. He was God in the flesh, Son of God, God himself, and that he came to this earth, lived a perfect life, and voluntarily gave his life up and shed his blood on a cruel Roman cross so that he might pay the price for our sin you believe that that Jesus is who he said he was and then the A accept simply receive the gift of salvation by faith you can't earn it you certainly don't deserve it but you can accept it That's the CBAs of the gospel. And again, I know, I know, I know that there are people listening to me right now. You believe you're religious and you believe you're okay, but there was never a time and a place that you really asked Jesus Christ to be your Lord and Savior. You can do it today. You can do it right now. And if you do, send me an email I'd love to first congratulate you and welcome you into the family and then get some literature into your hands as well. My email is bob at bobtalk.com. Bob at bobtalk.com. I I hate to make the transition into politics, but this story is just too delicious not to share with you. Uh, The Washington Post has uh, recently taken its own poll on the favorite for the next presidential election. It's the famous post-ABC poll, considered to be, <clears throat> by the Washington Post, one of the most authoritative posts in existence. And, of course, they link up with ABC. Well, they just recently did a poll poll. And as usual, they asked a whole bunch of people across the country in the next presidential election, if it is Joe Biden and Donald Trump, who will you vote for? Well, the answer is not what they were expecting. No, no. In their own poll, it came out, Donald Trump leads Joe Biden by 10 full points, 52 to 42. That is huge. Let me quote. Trump leads Biden 52% to 42% in a hypothetical general election matchup, according to the Washington Post and ABC News. <clears throat> now... Here's where the story becomes very entertaining, right on the fringe of being hysterical. This is not what they expected and certainly not what they wanted. So the Washington Post says, <clears throat> It's our poll, but don't believe it. No, no, I'm not making this up. They actually criticized their own poll. No, they did. They criticized their own poll. In fact, let me quote. The post-ABC poll shows Biden trailing Trump by 10 percentage points at this early stage in the election cycle. Although the sizable margin of Trump's lead in this survey is significantly at odds with other public polls that show the general election contest a virtual dead heat. (laughs) The difference between this poll and others as well as the unusual makeup of Trump's and Biden's coalitions in the survey, suggest it is probably an outlier. What's an outlier? Their own poll. So, so the Washington Post says, well, there's a whole lot of other polls that say um, it's a dead heat, and well— Their polls are probably more accurate than our poll. You know, it's like, um, don't pay any attention to our poll. I don't know that I have ever, ever, ever seen a polling organization spend multiple thousands of dollars, conduct a poll, release the results, and then say... Don't pay any attention to it. I suppose they had to release it, but as soon as soon as they tabulated the results, they must have thought, "Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! We cannot allow Donald Trump to look good." So we <laughs> we have the Washington Post and ABC News criticizing. their their own poll, and, and calling into question the validity of their own poll. Does that give you any idea how much they hate Donald Trump? Wow, that is just absolutely crazy. Well, taking a break is not crazy, and it's necessary. We'll be right back.
0: wants to come to your church find out how to host a CrossPower weekend at crosspower.net
1: welcome back to bobbernie live and the don crow show as we uh wrap things up in the final segment this afternoon we uh we talk often about the desire of the liberal left to take control of every aspect of your life. One of the major areas of greatest concern is the educational system in America under the progressive liberal left. This is a common theme on my program, and I'm sure Don Crow deals with this uh, often as well. If anything good came out of COVID... If anything good came out of COVID, it was this. For the first time, many, many, many parents across America actually awakened to what was going on in their child's classroom. Because for generations, we have been told by the education professionals, send your kids to us, drop them off at the school, put them on the bus, and you trust us We'll bring them back to you at the end of school. What we do inside the classroom, you don't need to know. In fact, it's probably better that you don't know because you are not an educator. You see, we are trained. We are the professionals, and you are not. Now, they wouldn't say this literally, openly, but this is what they believe. We know better than parents what children need because we have a degree in education. We are trained professionals. Well, as parents began looking over the shoulder of their kids when they were at home with the computers, the tablets, and so forth, all across America, parents began saying, Oh, my goodness! I had no idea my child was being taught this. I had no idea these teachers were doing this, saying this. And what happened was the beginning of a movement where parents began attending for the very first time school board meetings and actually questioning the educators. Hey, we'd like to see the curriculum. And at first, the professional educators said, you can't see the curriculum you wouldn't understand it anyway. Because again, we're the professionals and you're not. And parents says, no, wait, wait, no, 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 no. No, we are the parents, you are not. We are primarily responsible for our children and you are not. And then when they got a hold of the curriculum and found out what some of the books were in the libraries and so forth, parents began showing up at school board meetings and demanding that changes be made. Well, these are supposed to be public schools. They're supposed to be driven by the public. They certainly are financed. But the attitude, again, for decades has been, you send your kids to school, you pay our salaries and buy the curriculum with your tax dollars, but you have no say in the educational experience of your children. Stay out. those days are over and we are continuing to see some pretty contentious school board meetings when school board members push back against parents who simply want to know what's going on and actually complain about things that violate their personal standards, their personal convictions. And so, yes, there have been some heated school board meetings Sadly and unfortunately, many places across America, school board members have said, uh, no, we're going to cut, we're going we're to shut down the public comment section or very rigidly restrict time limits and so on and so forth. And parents, parents are outraged, and rightfully so. Well, to give you an idea of how radical the educational system is in America. I don't know whether you've heard about it, but U.S. Secretary of Education Miguel Cardona gave a lengthy interview to the Associated Press just a few days ago. Now, this is the Biden administration's top man in education. This is the top educator in America. And in a sit-down interview, here is just one of the things he said. This is probably the most outrageous. And let me quote. The interviewer from the Associated Press was asking about parents who are upset, parents who disagree with school boards, parents who disagree with the Biden administration on education. Here is what the Secretary of Education said, and I quote. We could disagree, We could have healthy conversations about what's best for kids. I respect differences of opinion. I don't have too much respect for people that are misbehaving in public and then acting as if they know what's right for kids. Who's he talking about? Parents. Parents who dare to challenge the educational system and say, no, 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 you don't know what's best for my child. I know what's best for my child. Can I uh, repeat this quote? Again, this is the Secretary of Education. We could disagree. <clears throat> we could We could disagree. We could have healthy conversations about what's best for kids. Even that is a loaded phrase, implying, well, we know, but we could talk about it. But then he says, I respect differences of opinion. I don't have too much respect for people that are misbehaving in public. What's he talking about? Clearly, there is absolutely no doubt. Parents who go to school board meetings... And speak up. Yes. And they may even become a little heated. Because it is their children. That they're talking about. I don't have too much respect. For people that are misbehaving in public. And then acting. Parents. Acting as if they. Knew what's right. For kids. Um, one of the things that. um I believe Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis both have said is that uh, if Trump is reelected and Ron DeSantis is elected, they would do their best to just do away with the u s Department of Education and put it back in the states. I think it would be very easy to prove. That since the U.S. Department of Education was formed, education in America has been on a slow, steady, downward decline ever since the Department of Education came into being. It has not been good. And I hope that education will become a major issue In the next presidential election, it should. And by the way, this U.S. Secretary of Education should resign immediately. It's not going to happen, but he should. Folks, it has been a delight, a privilege, and an honor to be your guest host today. I hope I never take the listening audience for granted. I certainly hope I do not. So... I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful evening. But please, and I say this every day, but I mean it, you have been bought with a price. So please, wherever you go and whatever you do, remember whose you are.